So FTX is going belly up, but let's talk about the market first. This is everything that we're going to see in this video. Number one, we're going to talk about FTX Alameda going under and declaring bankruptcy. We're going to talk about the state of the market. We're going to talk about exactly where we're standing with the traditional markets, where they're going, how the Fed is reacting towards the CPI uh, news, and what's exactly the place that we're in. Is there more pain or are we done with this bullshit? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Let's start with this. Uh, it's the end of the week. I'm sorry I couldn't do my charts uh, at the beginning of the week, but pretty much all price action has been fucking solid as hell, and there's no complaints here. Pretty much all of the moves that I was expecting are happening right now, and the reason why is because I'm negative on the market. I'm still following the downtrend. I took advantage of the pump. I made some money, and then I watch everything else from the sidelines go down right now. So what exactly is going on in the traditional markets? Traditional markets seem pretty good. There's a um, there's hope right now in the air. There's a lot of people thinking that China's lockdowns are ending, that the end is near, that because inflation came in at 7.7% rather than 7.9%, we're out of the woods and everything is looking great. And probably the Fed, and immediately as soon as this happened, everybody thought, my God, the Fed is going to pivot immediately. Immediately, all of the bear, all of the Parma bulls that I see on YouTube, all of my guys on YouTube that lost all of their money in FTX and lost all of their money in Luna that tell you to use Ledger that don't use Ledger, those same guys right now are telling you that this is it. We're going up again. And now this is more like desperate people thinking that. We're, we're going to get to the levels. We're going to do the charts towards the end of the video. And the reason why we're going to do the charts towards the end of the video is because I don't want to bore you guys. I just want uh, those people who want to just listen to what's going on. I'll tell you. And then towards the end, I'll show you the graphics and everything. So what we're seeing right now, it's the stock market kind of staying leveled. Yesterday, we saw one of the biggest pumps we've ever seen after everything that has happened. And like I said, everybody's uh, uh, looking at these pumps and having these pumps simply because they think there's a big feeling that the market's going up, there's the Santa rally and all of these good things. But unfortunately, what's really giving us the pace and letting us know what's happening is crypto. And the reason why it starts with crypto, and a lot of people are going to say, dude, that's completely unrelated to what's going on right now in the reality, uh, in the real markets. It is, but it's not. And I'll explain why. Because FTX and Alameda, as you guys know, are one. Uh, and they declare bankruptcy. Today, officially, they declare uh, bankruptcy. They're going after Chapter 11, I believe. And this pretty much puts around 10 to 50 billion dollars this is what they're saying guys this is what they are saying 50 billion dollars on the table that can be lost and gone from these companies now the biggest companies traditional companies we're talking about blackrock and other major funds are right behind these guys and are investors in these guys and those guys are are, are going to lose a lot of money let me tell you why so number one there's a lot of people that have been messaging me on Twitter and saying, hey, dude, crypto feels like a scam. Like all of these companies going upside down because of the liquidity and what they're doing with their, uh, with their deposits for their customers. It's a fucking scam. And I'm here to tell you, oh, no, this happened in 2008, guys. This is exactly identical to 2008, except there's no one bailing the crypto companies, right? So what is going on? Simple. Back in the day, back in 2008, there was a system that was allowed to be leveraged to an insane amount of money. That meant that, let's say I'm a bank and I hold this iPhone in my bank. 
and it's worth $100, I'm going to turn these $100 into a million dollars worth of leverage. And you're going to say, how the fuck are you going to do that? Well, because there's no regulation. I can leverage this instrument as many times as I want, right? So that's what created the collapse of Lehman Brothers and all of those collapses that we saw. We saw Citibank about to uh, go bankrupt. Literally, Citibank, the share of Citibank was under 30 cents, under 30 cents a share. And that's a fucking major bank. That's what happened back then. And people have ants memory or don't care to look back into the past or don't care to understand what's going on. And they just want to bag on something, which is crypto right now. And people are saying, well, crypto is going through this. Uh, uh, it's going through this mystery thing. No, it's not. The same big financial institutions. And I said this before. You cannot trust a person like Sam, the owner of FTX, well, the ex-CEO of FTX, simply because of one thing. My guy invested in Robinhood. Why would you invest in Robinhood and in Citadel when you know they're the biggest pieces of shit market manipulators in the world? Because you're a gigantic piece of shit. And now, a lot of people fail to see how simple it is to read this market at this point because they're looking at the books. And when you're looking at books, there's no explanation that tells you this. Well, this is what people are reading. Well, if the Fed is raising rates, then it means that they're fighting inflation and they're trying to create price control. That's what that's what the book says. Uh, and that's the problem. People are reading the book instead of paying attention with the, to what they're doing. Again, what is the Fed trying to do? The, the Fed, and just think about it really simple, raising these interest, they're not bringing inflation down. Effectively, what they're doing is they're, kind of killing demand, but not really. What they're doing is they're killing all of the leverage around the world in all of the markets, right? So when you're killing leverage all around the world, you start to see stuff like within crypto. And you guys have to know, crypto will be the first one to fall simply because of this. The financial markets, the regular people that work in banks that were told in 2008, you can't do this shit anymore. They invested in crypto companies like Sam's FTX, and they went and did exactly the same thing they did in 2008. It's, it's a copy-paste. You don't need to know anything further than that. So these traditional bankers infiltrated into crypto and also the crypto guys. Like, let's face it, the problem with the world is the people. Like, corruption comes from people, not from the system. People create the system and are a part of the system. So, of course, these opportunities to these guys of just leveraging your fortune and going from $1 million to $16 billion net worth is very appealing to everyone. Like, I fuck. If you told me, Alejandro, I'm going to give you $100 and all you need to do is fuck a billion people and then you're going to have $16 billion, I'd be like, all right, let's 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 do it. I'm not better than anyone. And if you were sitting at home saying like, I would never do that, fuck off. Fuck off, okay? So that's the problem. The problem is that these guys are human and the problem is that older humans that take advantage of these fucking people by lifting them up like they did with Sam. Like, oh, Sam, you're the new Warren Buffett. Oh, Sam, you're the new masterclass at fucking investing in crypto. Oh, Sam, you've bought every single company. How's that going for you, Sam? You got played and used by all of these older guys that absolutely destroyed you and your reputation and your entire life for the re for the future just so they can leverage themselves into this situation. And here are the results. And again, nothing's going to change from 2008. It's going to be the same thing. One more time. I've said it a million times. We are going to have a liquidations crisis. So now here comes a big liquidation. FTX, Alameda, 10 to $50 billion worth of uh, liquidations within all of their assets. But this is what people don't understand. 
we don't really know how leveraged those assets were that they're saying to 10 to 50 billion dollars are going to be lost because you again can leverage these things so much that we really don't know how much money is going to disappear from this so i want everybody to know that even though we're looking at a pump in the market and we're expecting it to maybe keep going but i think if i were in the traditional markets right now i'd pull out okay today and this is not financial advice this is me what i would do I would pull out today right here right now just like I told you guys yesterday uh, with crypto take your profits right now while everything was high and then everything went down again uh, I would pull out today the reason why is traditional markets are ignoring FTX and Alameda and the fact that all of the traditional banking around the world has invested in them and has assets in them and has losses in them and will have liquidations so if you're going to see all that cascade of liquidations it's not like you're going to see the market come down like, oh, the S&P 500 is at 4,000. Now it's at 3,950. No, it's going to be a bam. And you're not going to have time to react. And a lot of these people are going to be out of liquidity. And there's going to be bank runs or exchange runs or whatever you want to call it, where there's not enough liquidity and the same thing is going to happen, right? So we got to look into that. We got to be careful of that. Right now, there's plenty of questions. Number one, a lot of people are asking me if Solana is going to go out of business, if Solana is in jeopardy. And the answer is no. The reason why it's different than anything else, than FTT, than Luna and all of those, and why Solana can't go to zero is because Solana is an L1. That means it's a cryptocurrency that has its own utility, it's sitting on itself, and then it does its own thing. It's not served as collateral, as blank collateral for a company. So what I mean by that is simple. Imagine that I have penis points. You guys remember the penis points. Alejandro had penis points. And what I did was effectively create 1 million penis points and then give them to, I don't know, Parker at Vehicle Virgins and told them, this is $1 million worth of penis points. Save them for me. And you know what? I'm going to take a loan from that million dollars of penis points for only $100,000. And I'm going to buy a house. And I buy a house with that $100,000, right? Then that house, I'm like, man, I can pull out like $70,000 from that house and invest it all back in crypto. So I get a loan. I pull $70,000 from my house that is a loan against something that has no backing. And I go put those $70,000 into something else. And that something else go bust. And then there's no one renting the house. So the house is taken away from me. And then Parker owns all of my penis points, which are now worthless anyways, because there's nothing behind it. And the penis points are the FTT token and the Luna token. There is no point, there is no need, it's just a like a fabulous idea that it's some value like stuck in there. There's nothing behind it, nothing, 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 nothing. So that's what's happening with those tokens. With Solana, it's not the case. Now, the problem with Solana is that FTX was a big investor in Solana, but also Binance bought a ton of Solana uh, earlier this year because they wanted to expand the Solana market into Latin America and other places. So Solana is sitting in a fucked up place, but also in a good place. At the same time that it's the chain with the most interactions, like the most fun. If you're just using crypto as a whole, they're, they're coming out with their phone. They have like a lot of things going on for themselves. And a lot of people are concerned that it's going to go to zero in the same way that the other ones did. I would say, and, and again, no one knows the future. No one knows what's going on. But I want to say that it's, for me, in my view, practically impossible for that to happen. I don't hold any Solana liquid right now. I am out of the market. I told you guys I was. So just uh, have that in, in, in mind when I tell you this. I just want you to understand where I'm, I'm sitting at. So 
I don't think Solana is going to disappear. Why? Too many people have too many NFTs in there. And I know that people are going to say, so what? NFTs are worth zero. No, they're not. Whether you like it or not, there are some NFTs that are worth something. And a lot of people put a lot of money to the chain. And the fact that they're going to come back and get that money rolling again at some point, it'll happen. Don't worry about that. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real thing. So I want you guys to keep that in mind this whole time, okay? So Solana, I don't think, is going to go down and just disappear like the other ones because it's got utility, because it's got so much value invested into the chain itself, because it works really well, because it's one of the first solutions that actually can be usable in many other cases, etc. So for those people freaking out that Solana will go to zero just like the other tokens, it's not the same situation, but we never know. I just don't think it's possible. I don't. And even then, if you guys are like looking at me and saying, well, your NFTs, like if Solana goes to zero, I have no problem because the NFTs are collectibles. We can take those collectibles and put them on another chain if needed or in another way. I'm not concerned about that because at the end of the day, even though decentralization is what everyone fucking dreams of, we're a centralized company and your boy is a CEO and I can fucking do whatever I want. So if that means my boys are in jeopardy, I'll be able to carry them over. And at the end of the day, like I said, which I don't think will ever be necessary, but it's just being said, we can go anywhere. Now, there's a lot of people that are in the Solana ecosystem that are saying, we should move to Ethereum. That is the stupidest idea in the world. Because, so you just, what happens if Ethereum falls down in price too? Are you going to go to another chain just because the price is down? Or why are you going into another chain? It makes no sense. So the, the chain works really well. The updates have made it work really well. It hasn't had problems in now a while, and it's something that keeps going. So this is good. Now, the next question, is this the bottom? Did we see the bottom a few days ago? I don't think we saw the bottom a few days ago, uh, yesterday. And the reason why we didn't see the bottom yesterday is simple. All of these liquidations, do you guys remember Three Arrow Capital and all of the stuff that happened with those first liquidations when Luna went out and all of that shit? It didn't play out in one day. There's a lot of people messaging me because I told you guys, like, please just know that FTX is going to take everyone with themselves down. So be careful. Pull your money out. Don't have it in fucking exchanges. Keep it in a, in a cold wallet. Don't fuck with this. Like, put them here. Put them here. Okay? And... And people, when they had the pump from yesterday because the CPI came in at a good rate, uh, we saw the pump and people were like, oh, you couldn't be more wrong. Well, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not here to prove myself right or wrong. I'm just here trying to help you guys. I don't fucking give a shit. I'm doing perfectly fine by myself. So what I said was, there's a very likely chance that as we go through, as more of the story gets unfolded, more people will know they lost their ass and more of the panic will settle in and more instruments will be liquidated all across the board. And that's still going to happen. I don't know why people think this is just over, like a one-day thing. you got to be a fucking rookie. Those are rookie moves, dude. The market doesn't price in anything in one day. Look at the COVID fall. Was it one day, the same day? No. It was weeks of the market just going like... 2008. Same thing. So don't expect anything to be won. Why am I saying that we're not at the bottom? Simple. A lot, and, and again, it goes back to like what people want to believe just based on what they know rather than on, 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 on experience. And the reason why is simple. There's so many results to an equation that can happen that it's impossible to predict all of it, right? When there's so many numbers involved. And that means all of the possibilities of life. But human behavior, there's only so much human behavior that exists, okay? 
And human behavior, if you analyze human behavior, which is my forte and what I realized really works really well to analyze these type of things, which I was the first one when I saw Binance, when I saw CZ from Binance come out and say, pull the fuck out of FTT. It's just like the person, what he's telling you, who, who he is, where he's coming from, etc. I came out and I told all of my boys on Twitter, guys, please pull the fuck out of your FTT tokens because everybody was like, I'll buy all of your FTT at 22 and then go fuck yourself. And now those guys are broke and, and all of their money's tied up in those places. And I want you guys to know that's, that's, that's just rookie mistakes because you don't understand. This is identical to what every other banker has ever done. When Alameda comes out and says, we're not in a liquidity crisis, what have I said before? The first thing you do when you hear we're not in a liquidity crisis is you fucking run because we're in a liquidity crisis. Okay. When a bank tells you as someone who came from the third world that has seen this happen, who saw bank runs happen in Mexico, who saw families change completely from one day to the next. I'll tell you this. When the government or a bank tells you we are not in trouble, that's when they're in the most trouble without a fail, without a fail. So with... With Sam, we all knew that, right? I mean, he's a piece of shit. He invested into the Citadel ecosystem. He's getting played by those old guys. And when CZ comes out and says, you're leveraging the fuck out of your shit, what else do I need to hear so that I know, okay, here we go. Nothing. I don't need to know financials. I don't need to know their books. I don't need to know anything because behavior tells me 100% who's right and who's wrong. And then again, I can be wrong, but I'm old as fuck. I've met a lot of people. I've seen a lot of behavior and I've seen a lot of people try to take advantage of me. So when I see people do that, I recognize the pattern and I go, ah, here's another thing that this piece of shit is doing. So when that happens, um, you see the cascade effect of all, all of these liquidations coming. And this is what I want you guys to know. And this is the difference between what I'm telling you. And this is why I said I was one of the first ones, if not the first one to say the market's not going to go up for 10 years. I was the first one to say this is a recession. I was the first one to say we're in World War III, believe it or not. I was the first one to say China doesn't want anything to do with us. And they're forming their own shit. And it's all coming together. And it's not because I look at balance sheets. It's not because I look at stats. I just look at actions. I put my hands in my ears. I stop listening to all the noise and I'm looking at what people are doing. And as long as you do that, you'll be fine. Always, always. Because at the end of the day, one more time, human behavior is limited to certain amounts of options. It's quite limited. There's only like 13 different kinds of people, 16 different kinds of people. And I'm not reading a book to tell you this in personalities. Legitimately, from my own experience meeting people, there's not that many variations in people. Their intentions and how shitty they are or how nice they are, okay? So what the Fed is trying to do, and this is the hardest thing for Americans to understand because we're here, like we're the ones that get rained on with the fucking fake news, like all the bullshit that the news sources are telling us, like we eat it like candy. We're like, fit me, fit me fake bullshit. The thing is, the United States of America is simply doing one thing. They want to destroy the secondary debt system around the world so that they can think about it like this. If I am Jerome Powell, what I want to do is I want to make Europe and the United Kingdom so broke in their own currency that they're going to need dollars to be bailed out. And the reason why is simple. You're seeing a gigantic block 
worth of all of the metals and all of the energy being pushed together and also with a huge amount of runway for growth. A lot of people are betting and saying China is dead, China's population is coming down, it's not going to work. But those people are reading books and saying, well, if someone's broke, then that means they don't have any money. And if they don't have population, no. What China effectively is doing is outsourcing their growth everywhere else in the world. So that means less people will be able to maintain an insane amount of growth through other sources. If you're a company that can source to other countries, like I'm a water company, right? And let's say that in my staff, I'm seeing that instead of having 20, uh, instead of having 50 people, every year I'm getting one person less. So that means that in 20 years, I'm only going to be 30 people. So I have a problem. How am I going to make more money if I'm going to have less people? I know. In each one of these people that I have is going to be in charge of a full country. And those people can go do whatever in that country and I can outsource and source all of my shit in that country. So technically, or, uh, or if you want to see it like this, other companies. So let's say now I'm at 20 employees, right? Because my, my workforce, my work labor force is dying. So what I'm doing effectively is I'm having one of these, either them as they are, go and operate in another country where they have a water company where we can put our label into shit and just make it work and have those people also grow and their business grow because we have the experience, because we know how it works. Or... I'm buying those situations, I'm buying those companies and making that growth mine. I don't need more people to make that growth happen. That's a fucking delusional thing from people that have never worked or have never opened a company, period, okay? So effectively, the United States is looking at even Saudi is giving us this. And do you really think the United States is just sitting here like, oh, no, we're victims. Oh, my God, this is terrible. I can't believe what's happening. No, what we're doing is like, oh, really? Really? They're destroying the debt system. They're making everyone go broke to the point where they're going to need to feed dollars to all of that system. And the reason and the fucked up thing is Europe and the UK are idiots because they stuck with us. And now it's time to treat you like we treat Mexico, motherfuckers. We're going to choke you to death until you need help. And now that's going to be our outsourcing of the force outside. That's what we're effectively doing. And why am I telling you this fucking story? Simple. Because until you see countries go bankrupt, the Fed is not done. The Fed's not going to turn around. And, and it doesn't matter what any book says or any fucking guy on YouTube is telling you. And it doesn't matter how many charts they're looking at. If the Fed doesn't do the one thing that they're trying to do, which is choke external economies so they can feed them dollars, right? So they can perform CPR on them with dollars. You're not understanding anything. That's going to be the bottom. When you see the Fed turning around and going like, we need to help another country. That's the bottom. And also, look at people's behavior. There are people still trying to buy the bottom right now. The fact that there are people still trying to buy the bottom, that shows you it's not the bottom. I don't know how many of you guys are old as fuck like me, but in 2008, no one wanted to buy anything. 2009, no one wanted to buy anything. No one. No one. You, you get into a place where people go like, nope, that's dead forever, dude. And it sounds crazy, but you get to that place. We're far from that place. All I'm getting is in all of my messages, people asking me, should I buy now? It's, it's really cheap. It's really cheap. Should I buy now? No, 
No, no. There's no sign whatsoever that we're going up. None, none. We are on an uptrend, like on a tiny uptrend within a massive downtrend. Okay, that's on the market, on the regular traditional markets. On crypto, we're just fucking demolished right now. And this will continue to go on. One more time, the explanation that makes sense for everyone. When there's a lot of money, let's say that people get pandemic money and everything. The first thing that they do is they keep the money. The second thing that they do is they put it in their bank account. The third thing that they do is they buy stocks. The fourth thing that they do is they buy crypto. And the fifth thing that they do is they buy NFTs. Okay. The first thing that they sell when they need money, sell the NFTs, sell the crypto. It goes backwards into that chain. We're nowhere in that chain going back yet to the point where everyone's trying to flip their um, stocks and liquidate everything that they have. And we're not even close to that. So we're seeing that right now. We're seeing that effect right now. And I want you guys to be careful because there's, in my view, again, I, I, I can be wrong, but I just don't think so. It's just simple. If you understand the sack of shit that we are as, as, as Americans around the world and what we're trying to do, you'll realize our job is not done. Europe's still breathing. The United Kingdom's still breathing. Now, we have a JP Morgan infiltrated guy in there, like the, the prime minister now. We, we got the right guy in there that we can tell what to do and all that stuff, and he'll happily do it for more of that delicious money. He loves that money. Look at him. He's so clean cut. Like, just like Sam from FTX. He's the perfect guy. He's a vegan. He doesn't curse. He's, he's, he's going to donate all of his money when he dies. Wow. He's a little white boy. He's young. He's got all of the makings of a TV star. And that's the problem. You're all paying attention to morals based on what you see on TV. Not real ones. Not real ones. A nice guy can fucking be completely different from that guy but you all think those are the nice guys the fed is letting me know 100 hey dude i need to fucking choke those motherfuckers because we're in danger that's what they're telling me that's what they're telling me we you know what's in danger not our economy but our grip of power around the world why does the united states love more than money that grip of power that they have over everyone and it sounds like conspiracy theories because it's called critical thinking and that critical thinking is what separates some from others and the critical thought here is simple. Just based on what the dude's trying to do, is he bringing down really inflation or is he trying to fucking collapse the dead markets? He's collapsing the dead markets like effectively. You're seeing it. So just like the NFT stuff, NFTs are dead, right? In their own respect, like in, 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 the, in the whole scheme of things, the way that they were, that thing is not happening the same way. NFTs are gone. Crypto is happening right now. You're seeing the liquidations on crypto. What funds invested in these crypto funds? Traditional funds, BlackRock, Sequoia, etc. Those guys will take a gigantic hit next. Once you start seeing those guys in international debt break, that's your bottom right there. That's your bottom right there. I want you guys to know that, okay? That's, that's what we're looking at. Now, I'm going to go into the charts um, so that I can show you what I'm looking at this week. So number one, this is the S&P 500. You see it flat, but yesterday you had one of the greatest days ever. You're seeing this line that I drew. That's a big resistance right here. And I like the way I drew it because it legitimately seems that that's the case. And we're hitting this. What, I mean, what, am, 
what am I expecting? I was expecting maybe the market to hit 4,000 today here, which is really close. But the reality is probably is going to get rejected here and play between the 3,700 and this level right here. So that's for the S&P 500. That's where I see it right now. Again, this is a short term. What the graph is letting me know, look how close these levels are. And again, this graph, two years, it likes to be two years up, two years down, two years up, two years down. And it's been two years up in this trend. So just know what's going to happen. This is a long ass trend line. I don't pay attention. I'm not going to go into the NASDAQ and the Dow Jones. I'm going to show you the volatility index, which we talked about. So right here, this is letting me know. This is one of my favorite uh, indicators. This is letting me know volatility is down. That means prices are up, but it's already down beyond uh, beneath the range. That means either volatility is going to die and everything is going to go up, which I don't think so, or volatility is going to go back up and everything is going to go to fucking shit. My bet is volatility is about to just make another bounce up, right? And that means prices all around are going to come down. Let's talk about the DY, uh, DXY, the dollar index. So the dollar index has been on an uptrend for a long time, but right here, we seem to have found a top, or at least that's what most people are telling us, right? We found the top, the dollar is weak, whatever. But I think is this is just mostly a reaction because the bond market is coming down. The yields on the two-year note, on the five-year note, they're all coming down. So people are thinking that the bond market is the smartest market ever. So they're the ones making the price here. So the dollar's got to come down now. The Fed is about to pivot. I already heard this a billion times. All of your favorite YouTubers instantly when the prices hit another low, they're there to call a low again for the first, I mean, Jesus, they, they can't miss those lows. I'm expecting the dollar, uh, uh, the dollar to go up. Just like the uh, volatility index, seeing it right here, I'm expecting this shit to fucking take, like basically, let's call, yeah, it's something like this, right? So I'm expecting this to retake these levels, the 110, 111, as soon as this is done. Remember, all of my charts are weekly charts. Now let's get into the interesting stuff. Bitcoin, my God, my freaking God. Downtrend, came out of the downtrend. I drew this line that comes from May all the way to here. And as you can tell, nice resistance. We try to get out, but we're going back down. Prices on Bitcoin, again, I'm not fucking with prices. I'm not telling you guys prices because it's irrelevant. What I'm looking for is emotions. What I'm looking for is people behavior. If I'm seeing people want to buy the dip, if I'm seeing people saying, should I buy now? It's so cheap. It's not time to fucking buy. It's not. It's not. We're terrible at gauging things. So our emotions are the best gauger of everything. Ethereum. Ethereum is on the same path as Bitcoin. I'm not expecting anything less. I am expecting a sub $1,000 Ethereum like soon or at some point. I don't fucking care when, but it's going to happen. Solana, boys, here it is. I drew it and I knew this was going to happen. So Solana took a massive hit. Solana is specifically getting fucking destroyed because it's a big holding for FTX and because a lot of people are running the fear that Solana is going to go to zero and the fucking stupid NFT people are freaking out because they're just kids saying we're going to go to Ethereum, but the reality is Solana will be fine, but it will go down more. I'm sorry, this is here. So price right now, it's at $16. It touched $12 and something cents uh, yesterday, but I'm expecting this to be equally as punished. Uh, what about oil? So you guys know, look at this line. I love my oil lines. Oil is still 
like right here, making sure that it continues to go up, I'm expecting the same thing to continue to happen. We talked about gold. Remember I told you that I thought this was a pretty good point to buy gold? Uh, this is where we at. I don't know if gold will continue to go up. I do feel like gold is related to the market right now. And I wouldn't bet like, oh, everything is going to shit. So let's invest in gold right now. No, if there is a black swan situation and gold comes down and, and everything comes down, gold will go with the market and then it'll go up. Remember that all of the markets around the world, every single major central bank, every major government has invested in gold this year more aggressively than in all of history. And the price is not moved. So that should tell you what the fuck you're looking at. Be careful. Manipulation of the market on top. Okay. That's pretty much it. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we got a pretty good overall response to the market. Uh, overview of everything. And do I believe that crypto will recover? Let's talk about crypto right now. That's a great question, Michael. Whew. This is a tough one. One more time, we got to look at the psychos that are ruling our country. We got to look at the people that what they're looking for. If you guys listen to Christine Lagarde, Christine Lagarde's the head of the central bank. That's their Jerome Powell, this lady that looks like a bird, an exotic bird. And she is always talking about like why it's so important that they are in charge of central banking. Like central banks always have to be involved in money. Like we just can't have independent money. You don't want people just doing whatever they want. That'd be fucking horrible. So they, they, need, they need us. They need us. My biggest problem right now is that central banks are not shutting the fuck up about crypto and the fact that they want to come out with their CBDCs and that they're introducing regulation. Remember, right now when we're seeing FTX, and this is something I also said, we are going to beg them for regulation so that they can go in and do whatever they want. Then we're gonna be make, like beg them to give us digital CBDCs and that's when they're gonna introduce it. And you're gonna say, how the fuck are they gonna make me beg for that? You'll see, don't you fucking worry about it. They know how to do it, they will. So crypto's in a really horrible place right now because it's a victim of its own success. The US government, the Central Bank of Europe and all of central banks around the world, they want control, period. That's all they want. If you haven't learned anything from what you're seeing, the fact that President Biden is so terrified of free speech of the Twitter acquisitions by Elon Musk, and if you guys are one of the people that are pissed off by the acquisition of Twitter by Elon Musk, you got to ask yourself, so you were really happy then with the system as it is. You're loving the politicians that we have in charge. You legitimately think that whatever you're seeing on the news, whether it's CNN or Fox News or whatever the fuck you're watching is true. You truly believe that that's way better than an independent buying it and just going at it. That's incredible. That's conditioning. The fear that people have to freedom of speech today is fucking retarded. I'm sorry. There's no other way of putting it. I've never seen anything like that. And the same thing is happening right now with crypto regulation. Crypto regulation, as the debt system starts to break and the first one is crypto, what is the first thing that these guys are already talking about? We need to regulate crypto. I can't believe they're doing what they're doing. I know it's the same financial institutions behind all of these fucking idiots breaking the system and leveraging like they did in 2008, but we got to regulate crypto, not those people. No, 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 not those people. Nope, nope, we got to regulate crypto. So you have that which it's coming and it's coming fucking full force because we're begging them with these things that are happening right now. The other one is, do you really think the United States wants to have a digital dollar and for Binance to have a digital dollar alternative? Do you? Do you legitimately think that they're going to be happy with that? Mm -mm. 
they are destroying all of this because they have to, okay? And I said it before, we are going to see some fucking prices that you're not going to believe because that's what will take for people to go like, this is fucked and never coming back. I want to repeat one more time. In 2009, Citibank, Citibank shares were trading for less than 30 cents. They're a bank, okay? Everybody, even myself included, I remember thinking, should I buy these shares? And I was like, no, the bank is going to go belly up. That rookie fucking mistake. Rookie fucking mistake by me. Not making that mistake again. I understand what they're trying to do. And I know what Max Payne feels like and looks like, and we're not even close to it. So I do think crypto is going to have a horrendous time, like fucking horrible. And the fact that everyone is trying to buy the dip so they can get rich yet again is the perfect rug pull by anyone. The market has never been easier to fucking play. So I need you guys to be careful with that too. Uh, what else? Why do you think residential real estate prices will not go down? In, uh, um, okay. I do think now the real estate market has been started to be shaken up. The thing is, you're not going to see a collapse like in 2008 of the real estate market in the United States simply because, one more time, everyone that needed a house in the past five years, 10 years, bought a house after COVID and for the last two years. That's what created that insane demand. Will there be losses and will, will there be money that is going to fucking just sit there for a while and people are going to be like, some will sell for cheap? Yeah. In the United States, we don't have a dead market problem because the reason why we're doing what we're doing and we don't understand it with the interest rates and the Central Bank of Europe has to do it. And this is what you need to know. If the United States makes their dollar strong, right? By hiking interest rates, do you guys remember when Christine Lagarde was announcing that the Central Bank of Europe was going to hike up to 75 basis points? What did Jerome Powell do instantly? Like a YouTuber in the middle of a drama, he went live from Jackson Hole and told everyone, we are going to be even hockeyer than we are right now. And the fucking dollar went up more. So this is the big key explanation to everything. Let's say that the United States did not convince Europe to hike up interest rates. Can you imagine how much money it would cost Europe to buy energy from the United States with an already collapsed currency that's a parity right now? But let's say that if it was half of it, their inflation would be at 100%. So they can't do that, right? So instead, the United States is forcing them with their hand, come with me, we're going to hike up interest rates. But the European economy and other economies around the world can sustain this. Why? Because in 2008, the United States fixed most of their debt problems in real estate with fixed loans. That means I myself pay 2% on my loan and I will pay that 2% for 30 years, dude. The Fed can go to 55% uh, 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 interest rates. My house... Ain't going up in price every month. But in Europe, my friends, every one of these hikes is costing people more money in their mortgages. In some countries, it's already reflected in the mortgages. In some others, it's about to hit their mortgages. And that's when it gets really dicey. 
because that means a lot of people are going to lose their house and a lot of banks are going to lose liquidity and they're going to be flooded with toxic assets 2008 style like in the United States all over the world. So now countries, and this is why people are making a rookie mistake. People are saying the Bank of Australia is pivoting. The Bank of fucking, I don't know where it's pivoting. They're not pivoting, my friend. They're not. They just can't do what we're doing and they're choosing. You know what? We might as well have inflation because I don't want to go through what the United States went on with the real estate thing. They're making like effectively a mistake. And it's not a mistake. It's just, what do you want? Total collapse or total inflation? What do you want? Those are the two flavors that the Fed is offering the world right now with their policy. So all in, the housing market in the United States can collapse like everywhere else around the world. Remember, we are trying, and, and one more time, we, United States, the Fed, we effectively are trying to collapse the debt markets from other places. Once we break Europe, once we break the United Kingdom, we're going to be like, that's cool. Don't worry about it. We don't give a shit about inflation. Really, it's not that bad. Let's go. Save the tweet, motherfuckers.